Ooh, dating can be scary. I'm Anita Joyce here with Kelly Wilkness, and this is Decorating Tips and Tricks. Today's episode is What Makes Your Home Look Dated. You want to aim for timeless and classic, but even classic needs a freshening up now and again. And when I say classic, I don't necessarily mean traditional, just classic furnishings that would have staying power. Sometimes even those need freshening up, but there are certain things that are just so telltale that will date your home to a certain time frame, a certain trend, and those are the things we're going to be talking about today. Yes, I'll kick it off with old ceiling fans. You know what I'm talking about. And the most uh, dated looking ones are the ones that have the four armed lights and it's got those tulip Mm. glass shades. Yes. Or the boob shade, the boob light in the Mm -hmm. center. So Mm -hmm. bad. Dated, probably dusty, even if you're a real clean buff, but those are just going to bring the whole room down. And when you walk into a place and you see that, you're like, "Eh." you know, I know when that was put up and that was a long time ago and it really wasn't that good looking then. And it certainly didn't improve with age. So those things should go. It's so easy to update a ceiling fan or change it to a ceiling light if that's something you want, whether it's a flush mount or you do a chandelier. But if you like a ceiling fan or you need a ceiling fan, there are really pretty ones now and sort of low profile ones, white ones that will blend with a white ceiling, much better choices and won't date your home going forward. If you have not looked at ceiling fans in a long time, they have completely changed. They are very different looking. They almost look like a propeller on Mm -hmm. a plane now. A lot of them do. So there's so many fun styles. There's so many options. But I know 20 years ago, there was just, you know, white or brown. That was your choice. And then multi-light or one light. And it's not even real wood normally. It's a weird laminated particle board sort of thing. You know, the blades are made of that. And maybe in time gone by, the ceiling fan was supposed to sort of be a focal point because it was also a light fixture. So if you can get away with one not being a light fixture, I think that's a good way to go too. And that's really when you can get into these really lovely streamlined looking ones like Anita's mentioning. So it has the functionality, but it's not drawing your eye to it. It's just doing its job, swirling the air around, and not trying to grab attention from the rest of your decor. But those oldies are really going to bring your room down. Well, yeah, a couple of notes here. One thing is, if it's an old style ceiling fan, but there's no light on it, I think you're fine. Uh, I think when we get into trouble is when the light kit is on it. Because just a plain ceiling fan, I don't find offensive, even if it's the older style. It's the light kits that really kind of make, are the nails on the chalkboard for me. Mm -hmm. And I have actually some older style ceiling fans in my house that we never put a light kit on. And I think they're just fine. And that's why we didn't put a light kit on, because they just, none of them appealed to me. And we were able to put other lighting in the room. So that's one option. But now if you have the light kit, you can just change the light kit out. 
But quite frankly, I think your biggest cost is going to be hiring the electrician to do the oh, work. Oh, yeah. And so if you're going to do that, I would just go ahead and replace the ceiling fan because they're really inexpensive now. You can get them at Home Depot, Lowe's. Uh, there's so many options and they're so readily available. So I, if you're going to pay for someone to come do it, I would just change it out altogether. Next up on what makes your house look dated is to farmhouse ouch farmhouse we all did it hard (laughs) some people did it so hard they had no business going down the farm road but they did their house looked farmy even if it was in a suburban cul-de-sac that's gone it's over modern farmhouse is really lovely and it blends some of the the elements of farmhouse sort of more casual, simpler lines and furnishings, even the uh, the more neutral color palette that is surviving, but it's morphing into this different type of aesthetic. The too farmhouse, too distressed, it's it's just over and it really is going to date your home. But it's easy. Here's the good news is if you went hard on farmhouse, let the chickens free, take down the signs. You don't have fresh eggs. And you, right? Just stop. But it's easy. Take it down. It's okay. And if you bought furniture that was too distressed and you don't want it to be too distressed anymore, you can just paint it. There are so many easy fixes to what we're talking about today. Don't be bummed out if there's something that you have in your home that's on this list. Our caveat always is, Anita and I stand by you, even if you want to have a lot of farmhouse and even if you want to have a boob light ceiling fan, we love you. So, you know, just know that as you're listening. Well, and I agree with you, Kelly. If you, we're talking about what makes your home look dated, but if it's something that you love and you want to keep, then keep it. If you want to keep dating it, keep dating it (laughs) in a good way or a bad way. It's up to you. This is just all information. Yeah, sometimes people have something and they know it's dated, but they really like it. In that case, keep it. I mean, but we're just giving it. But this is just for people who don't want their house dated. If you don't care, then maybe skip this episode. Right. But no, really, there'll be something in it for you. There'll be something for you. And we're going to have some laughs. So come on. Like, let's just all take it in the spirit of which it's okay. Now, if you're a man listening, you need to walk away for like, I'm going to say like a minute or two. Why? Are they dated too? No, if no. your husband is dated, get rid of him. No, that's not what I'm saying. I think he's not going to like hearing this. Oh. Stained wood paneling. Oh, they love that a lot of times. They but can't. You know. Yeah. Mm, yeah. No, uh, it's got, it don't. Just, it needs to be painted. And a lot of people feel like it's kind of a permanent change, which it kind of is. <laughs> But, but it's that's worth okay, it. honey. It's a well, I mean, uh, I better than getting little... rid of him. Just get rid I'm of I'm going to say the stained wood's been out for at least 20 years. I'm going to yeah. call it. I think it's okay to say it now. It's so out that it's actually sneaking back in, but you know when it sneaks back in, it's different. <laughs> yeah, it's all different. So it's so not the to, same. You'd have to have it all refinished. Trust yes. me, it's going to be so much easier just to paint it. And exactly. if you go with a, just a deep, saturated color, you know, we love Kendall Charcoal and Hail Navy. Oh, what about like those that. yummy greens we talked about last oh. week? Yeah, we'll mm. link to the green episode, and some of those dark greens would be this uh, would be beautiful in uh, this paneled study. So just just think about it. Go now you turned it into a paneled study. I was picturing well, kind of like they are. a suburban it, it, basement, but paneled study sounds so much better. 
Well, I'm trying to, you know, keep it up there. Yeah, so, keep okay. it up there. Okay, so now we're saying paint something, but doesn't have to be white because the all-white aesthetic, that's over too. So I bet very few people that are listening went that far into the, the white spectrum where everything was white, but you did see that all over Instagram. But that was kind of like you would picture like, you know, fashion on the runway, like, whoa, that's way out there. I might do a little bit of that. So if you've done a little bit of white, oh, we love it. It really freshens everything up. But if you went really hard, everything's white, sofas white, <laughs> walls white, floors white. I mean, come on, who wasn't tempted to paint their floor white at some point in the not too distant past? Mm-hmm. I know. Oh, I, I was wanted tempted. to paint my yeah. floor white. I yeah, really did. But I didn't. But I didn't. Oh, and I'm glad no. I didn't. Right. Because <laughs> that is a permanent thing. Yeah. Pretty much permanent. You could spend the rest of your life trying to remove that. But if you went really, really far into the world of white, pull back a little bit. Find an accent color that you like. Find some wood tones that you like and bring them in. Welcome them in into the home. Remember the big chevron mm. phase? I, I never liked those, I have to I say. I didn't either. I mean, everyone was using tape on their walls, on their fabric, and painting <laughs> these chevrons and everything. What was and, you it know, that? Is it wasabi tape? What's, what is that tape I everyone was going crazy I for? I don't know. Yeah. I just know that you and I are not really that much of a DIYers. We just like to decorate. And so I was, and plus, I just never liked it. But now, what are you going to do with all that stuff? I mean, it's all at the thrift store now. Chevron, I think, is just a hard type of pattern to live with. I mean, it's been around for forever, but so is Paisley, and I just could live with Paisley so much more. Yeah, but Chevron's so 2015. It really is, because it was so prevalent then. It, that, that's what we're talking about today. It dates your home, because that's when it was around. Another thing that will date your home, and it could put you in the Wayback Machine, or just last year, dried flowers. It is time, oh. my friends, to put the pompous grass and the <laughs> compost pile. You knew that was going to happen. So I hope you didn't spend a lot of money on dried flowers. It was fun. It had a resurgent. It had a trendy moment. If you still had dried flowers from the Wayback Machine, like maybe your mom's dried flowers. Oh, no, no, They should have been gone a long time ago. If you tried to bring them back out, again, like the paneling, they really weren't going to work with the new trend of dried flowers. what about a little dried lavender in a bowl? Okay, but that's a different different thing. But if you were, what we were seeing last year as a trend, and we can link to the trends episode, Hey, we bring the news to you. We're not saying do it, right? Um, But everybody was buying these big pompous grass, like some of them were pink. And I'm like, sure. And you said, like, that looks so pretty in an urn or a giant vase or something. But yeah, they could probably get dusty. It's time for them to move on. Yeah. And they just kind of redid at some point. They're, it's hard to make those look good. Well, I'm just telling you. Nothing dates you like being dead. So. There you I'm, go. I'm saying in photos. Yeah. Uh, I just started talking to some of the stylists and, and and the photographers in some of the magazine shoots I've been at. They said they just, they cannot take photos of dried flowers because they just look dead in the photos. Yeah. Which literally they are. But yeah. So True. what about the large media cabinets? You know the kind. It's mm. under the TV, it's to the right side, it's to the left side, it's over the top. It's massive. It's 12 feet wide. Mm. It takes up the whole room. Yeah. Mm. Those no, are those, tough. Th- those need to be gone. That's too much. 
and maybe just the cabinet underneath and let let the rest of it go. Yeah, let it breathe a little bit. As are the those giant armoires that everybody was trying to hide their TV in. I just had a client and man, I was literally just there yesterday afternoon. You could breathe better in her living room. She had a pretty living room, but they had a massive, massive mahogany armoire. And it, you couldn't How even, wide was it? Oh, it was 65 inches wide and almost oh, wow. to the That's ceiling. Big. It was huge. That's and not, it, yeah. It was wow. hulking and it was in the living room and they had had it. And at some point there was a TV in it. At some point she tried to use it for linens and whatnot. And then just landed in the living room. It was doing nothing to support that room. In fact, it was kind of breaking up the ability to actually have a conversation between the sofa and the chair people, you know. So we took it out of there. I cannot tell you how much that improved the room. It was like, oh, when I walked in, I had my guys come and move it. She said, I wish I had done this, you know, 10 years ago. So if you've got something like that, the TV's no longer in it. If you don't need all those boxes like direct TV and yada, 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 and and you're streaming now, and that thing is just sitting there empty, but you're like, oh, it's a big piece of furniture and I paid money for it. Well, I'm sure it gave you its service. It doesn't owe you anything. Let it go. And you just see them with all the other armoires at the thrift stores now lined up. And then there's another row with the <laughs> with china, china cabinets. cabinets. I was going to say that is called a sunken cost. You're not getting that money back, but you oh, don't I need to suffer for that. I love when she talks uh, accounting. So, I mean, just enjoy your life yes. and just get on with your life yes. and just, you know, don't be punishing yourself for that decision you made, you know, 10 years ago. Just let it go and, and get on and enjoy the rest of your life. Right. Because it was useful then. It's not useful anymore. That's right. And you do, do not stay stuck in 1995. No, don't do it. How about those builder grade taupey tiles? They're kind of like rough. They kind of want to make them the look Tuscan, natural. The Tuscan tiles? They're kind of Tuscan, right? They're mm -hmm. a little rough around the edges. They're usually matte and they're kind of like, you're like, are they gray? Are they taupe? Are they just maybe a little dirty? Right? They Builders were using those like crazy in the 2000s, early 2000s. If you have those in your house and the budget allows, get them out of there or go on YouTube and figure out how you can paint them. Because again, like this giant armoire in my client's living room, changing that will make such a difference in your home. True. How about vertical blinds? I mean, they were really never. I they were never. I can't even say anything. We've talked about those before, and I, I'm not going to tell my story when I was dating a guy who's from <laughs> vertical <laughs> yeah. blinds. Because well, I, I wish I knew where that was. I was unfortunate. If that. I can find it, I'll link to it, but I'm not sure I'll be able to find it. Oh, please. I let a dirty secret out, and there it was. And then my mother ended up with vertical blinds. Oh, yeah. No, but just they never were nice. I mean, maybe, I don't know what year that was, but uh, they're, no. No. Just, just, again, just take them down and get on with your life. You're going to be so much happier. Don't you just love a great recommendation from a friend? Well, we're delighted to be recommending these companies and their wonderful products to you today. And let them know your friends at DTT sent you. Last night, we had the Baramundi 
with chipotle lime aioli. It was the most delicious fish I have ever had. You are going to love it too, and you're going to love all the meals available at Green Chef. Green Chef is the number one meal kit for eating well. Green Chef saves me time by cutting down on weekly meal planning, prepping, and grocery shopping. Green Chef offers 24 always-changing recipes to choose from every week so you never get bored. Some of my favorite Green Chef recipes include... As I mentioned, my new fave, the barramundi, and so many others, such as the steak and butternut squash salad, all so delicious. Green Chef is also the most sustainable meal kit. They offset 100% of their carbon footprint, as well as 100% of the plastic in every box. Green Chef is offering decorating tips and tricks listeners of $130 off and free shipping. So head to greenchef.com slash DTT130 and use the code DTT130 to get $130 off plus free shipping. If you suffer from allergies or live with someone who does, you're going to want to know about April Air. I always assumed for outdoor allergies, you should shut the windows and stay inside. But the air inside could be up to five times more polluted than the air outside. April Air has the solution. They combine innovation and practical science to create professional-grade indoor air quality solutions that help you breathe easy in your home. The April Air Healthy Air System is right for any home in any climate. This system combines fresh air ventilation, air filtration, humidity control, radon mitigation, zoning, and control into an all-in-one solution. It provides comfort and protection from pollutants, viruses, and other contaminants, and can even protect your home from damage like wood warping and mold. Get the best protection for your home and your family with April Air. April Air is healthy air, and for more information on April Air indoor air quality solutions and the April Air Healthy Air System, visit www.april.com. AprilAir.com slash DTT. That's April, like the month, A-P-R-I-L-A-I-R-E.com slash DTT. I'm talking to you right now wearing a Cozy Earth lounge set. And tonight I'm going to slip between my Cozy Earth sheets because I love Cozy Earth products. They have developed high quality goods with responsibly and sustainably sourced materials from the earth. Cozy Earth is softer than cotton. It is made from soft and sustainable viscose from bamboo fabrics. It's also temperature regulating, which means it will keep you cool and comfortable all night long. Oprah has loved Cozy Earth for the last four years, and so have we. And they also have a 10-year warranty on all their products. And you get the 100-night sleep test. That means you can try it for 100 nights, and if you don't love your Cozy Earth sheets, you can send it back for a full refund. Cozy Earth is providing DTT listeners with an incredible offer, 40% off site-wide when you use the code DECORATINGPODCAST40. PJs, loungewear, sheets, and more, all 40% off. Head to CozyEarth.com and use the code DECORATINGPODCAST40. A lot of people dream of having their own businesses, but by having your own business, that means you also have to run your own business. If you're living the entrepreneurial dream, but struggling with tedious administrative tasks, whether it be HR, payroll, or employee benefits, let Gusto help. Gusto offers an all-in-one payroll and HR for growing businesses, from full-service payroll and benefits to team management tools and more. Gusto makes it easy to support your hardworking team in one intuitive platform. 
Whether your team is in person, remote, or a combination, with Gusto, keeping your team on track is easy. Join more than the 200,000 new and growing businesses that are using Gusto to build a great workplace for their employees. Right now, Gusto is offering our listeners three months free at gusto.com slash DTT. That's gusto, G-U-S-T-O dot com slash DTT. Head there for your first three months free. That's gusto.com slash DTT. Okay, another thing I just did, I was helping this uh, lady stage her condo for sale. Now, staging is a nice term to use, but we had to do a massive amount of clutter clearing and cleaning and all of this. And one of the things that she had was this very unfortunate carpeting on her staircase, ripped it off, and also didn't even go with it. A orange oak stair banister and then the Mm -hmm. stair you know the thing it was really wrought iron so it didn't even really go together and just looked so wrong took the ugly carpet off painted the wooden banister black painted the the wrought iron you know kind of work there white did the treads in black and the risers in white what a difference. So if wow. you've got one of those orange oak stair rails, hey, that is really easy to change. Whether you're talking about changing the spindle, uh, I shouldn't say change, transform. Whether you're transforming the spindles and the banister or just one or the other. Super easy to fix. And you can do that even if your flooring is still sort of that orange oaky color. Speaking of that orange or what I like to call golden oak... <laughs> Uh, if your kitchen still has that, it's time to paint over that or replace them. And I say that as someone who has some golden oak cabinets still in my rental house, a vacation rental, because, uh, you know, we just were kind of waiting for the right timing to replace them. But uh, I just don't know how much longer. Kelly, I don't know how much longer. I'm yeah, gonna I don't think you're going to. I, I feel like I might just have to get an emergency flight and come over there and we're just rip well, those the bad boys the out. cabinet lady is coming the cabinet this summer lady. so i will be talking to her and seeing what it's going to cost what the options are right yes but you know and if you just decided to go i know anita's going to do a whole transformation but if you just love your setup and you just want to paint them go for it and you might say to yourself hey i'm seeing wooden cabinets coming back more warmer tones and actual stained cabinetry coming back but again it's not going to come back in that orangey slash golden oak. No. That's no. just not happening. Mm-mm. So it'd be really hard to strip them and then stain mm-hmm. them a different color. Much easier to apply some paint. That's right. I mean, the, that, that orangey undertone is not coming back. It's going to be a cooler, you know, not with that yellow in there. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yep. Yeah. What's oh. your next one? Oh, my gosh. Well, the Fifty Shades of Grey. We love gray. We think gray is a classic. We each have gray, variations of gray in our homes, and I'm sure we'll continue to do so. But if you, again, went really hard into the gray, like other people might have done in the white, where the sofa is gray, the, the area rug is tones of gray, the pillows are gray, too much gray, right? And even in the heyday of gray, that would have been too much gray. It's just not going to be any soul to a room like that. So think about adding in some colors. Keep your gray. Certainly don't toss out a gray sofa. That's a perfect 
neutral foundational piece, but work in some other colors. Find some accent colors that you love and pop them in there. And I think your room is going to come alive. Well, you're so right, Kelly. There's nothing wrong with some gray. I think it's great, but you can't have everything gray. And we've seen a lot of that where a room is just all gray and white and there's ne'er another color in the room. And I think that's difficult. Or if you have that cool gray on the walls, that's very hard to work with and that looks very dated. So a warmer gray, it will work so much better on the wall. So if you're picking a gray, go with something warmer and I think you're gonna be a lot happier with it, but definitely mix in some other colors. And we were talking about the ceiling fans, uh, but also the boob lights. You didn't mention the boob lights, did you? No, we just mentioned them in conjunction with the possibility of the being part of the light kit for okay, a so, ceiling fan. All right, but I've seen recently some boob lights on the ceiling and those no, need to go. So I bad. Mean, and you can go with the can lights, you can go with a pendant depending on where it is. Uh, anything but the boob light. Yeah, and, there's... and there's plenty of flush mount lights. If you don't have room for it to you know, hang down very low, just get a flush mount of anything but a boob light. Exactly. Oh, sleigh beds. Now, if you have a sleigh bed and you're not Mr. and Mrs. Claus, maybe it's time to rethink it because they take up so much space. They really, you know, you can picture them. They're carved. They're a dark wood. They were of a time. And they're no longer of that time. Something more streamlined. If you like a bed that has a lot of presence, maybe you try some very streamlined canopy type situation if you want a bed that's really going to make a statement. But a sleigh bed with the bottom and then the headboard, it's going to date the room. Yeah, I thought about that, but I'm so glad we went with a brass and iron bed many, many years ago, and it's still in style. So... Well, yeah, that you're never, that's really never going to go out of style. And if you have a classic design to it, not too much going on, which could lead me, and I'll just jump in here with one more, any heavy iron accents. We all saw that happening and it went on for a long time. The, the wall art, you mean? Either the wall yeah. art and you were like, oh, it's $14.99. I'm just going to get that, <laughs> right? Oh, it's so great. I'll just hang it at war your banister or your stair rail is really heavy iron work. You know, unless you're living in a in a period Mediterranean home, that's probably not so good. There were front doors that had glass and then a lot of, not, I'm not talking letting, I'm talking about like iron work worked in. If there's a lot of that going on in your home, I would get rid of that. Uh, block glass in the bathroom. I mean, and I get why it was popular. It let the, lets the light in but it gives you privacy, but it's it's really not used anymore. So that's really going to give you a dated look. So if you can replace that with a regular window and then just use a window covering as needed there. Yeah. You're going to be so much happier. And anytime I've ever seen those walls or section of the walls, it's never really done well either. Like the grouting or the caulking, right? maybe it had to be repaired over the years because it's was a look a long time ago. I don't know. It just it doesn't look clean either and probably hard to clean. So mm, really not great at all. And I mean, mm -hmm. do we even have to say tile countertops? Because I mean, mm. that's just so mm -hmm. bad. It was just such an ill-informed idea, yes. trend, whatever, mishap, whatever you want to call it in the 80s. And I don't even know how anyone could live with something like that now, because if it was put in then, there's no way even if you're my mom, that that grout is clean now. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, that's a rough one. Yeah, I, I agree. That's that's just it's just hard to work with. Even if you like the look, it's just not very doable. Definitely not in a kitchen. Uh, what about a popcorn ceiling? And oh, the builders did such an injustice to us. I don't think anybody even wanted it, but they put it in all these houses. And if your house is of a certain age, you probably have a popcorn ceiling. Uh, but it can be covered with drywall or with wood planking. And I'm going to link to Edith and Evelyn's post on how she covered her popcorn ceiling with wood planks. And uh, that's that's a great option if you need to do that. Well, they put it in because it was cheap. Yeah. And they also put it in and it has asbestos in it oftentimes. So we're probably out of that phase now. But be careful. Yeah, it depends on the age of your house when it was done. But definitely 70s. And earlier, you better be very careful, yeah, with removing that. Phrases on plaques or posters or pieces of wood, like, live, love, laugh. I say, hiccup, burp, puke. Just get rid of it. (laughs) (laughs) That's, I mean, we all know that's what you should be doing. You don't need it. I saw it carved on a lamp recently. Like, really? We don't need that. So, no. Well, and... The corollary to that is the chalkboard walls. Remember when that was popular? Yes. Everyone was painting a wall in their kitchen black and then writing recipes on it and so <laughs> forth and so on. But like, it would take you the entire week because the you know your font and your writing had to be oh, right. And you'd yeah, just step back yeah. and you'd see it going slanty. I mean, writing on a chalkboard, let's just, unless you're a teacher, like that is not a skill everyone's born with. I never did that. I was tempted because mm-hmm. that would be so fun and and my kids were really little then, but imagine all the chalk dust. I mean, there's just Mm-mm. no way I could do that. Another thing that uh, I am not going to go into why this is bad, I think it needs no explanation, but it's carpet in the bathroom. So. No words. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I think that's, that one is self-explanatory. I'm like reeling a little bit. <laughs> Okay, well, let's end on that one then, because enough said. (laughs) You can't get any worse than that, can you? No, you really can't. So what is our DTT defines for today? Well, I saw you earlier on video today, Kelly, and I saw that you have this particular thing in your office, and that is a knee wall. Ooh, okay. Mm -hmm. And I must say, you looked marvelous in the video. And we'll tell you guys about this, what we did today, uh, when it gets a little closer to the time that it's being released. So just a little teaser there. Now tell us about the knee wall. So it's a short wall. It's less than eight feet, but it's usually more than three feet, and it supports the rafters in your attic. So it's usually found in older homes uh, when the ceiling uh, on the top floor is... uh, is actually the underside of the roof. So if you convert an attic to a room, then you're probably going to have a knee wall. And the room you were in, I assume, used to be an attic. Is that right? Yeah, it was an attic. But the man who lived here before used it as his office. And you can't even imagine what was up here, like bunk beds, uh, workout equipment, something that looked like either Jacqueline invented it or it was some (laughs) sort of medieval torture machine. I don't know how he got all that stuff up here with the little staircase. And you have to kind of tilt your head to the left so you don't bonk your noodle. But now I'm up here and I love it. And yes, I do have a knee wall. Good observation, Anita. Right. So if you have one of these knee walls, you can't walk too close to the side walls because the you know, as the ceiling slants down, you're going to run out of room. Yes. Unless you're really short. So then, you, then you're fine. Sometimes I can get by, but sometimes I hit my head. <laughs> okay. So what's your crush for today? 
oh, my crush is this really great product that I don't have my own home, but I have it in two clients' homes now, and I'm wanting to get some for my own home. It's a company called Port Hall, P-O-R-T-E Hall, H-A-L-L. And gosh, all they make are doormats, like really niche. So they have the outsider, the insider, a runner, and also an area rug, four by six. That's as big as it gets. But it's really, really great quality. And because they're so specific and niche, they do this particular type of rug really well. It's got a nice coating underneath it, so you don't need any kind of uh, rug pad or something if you were using it inside. And so I've had an experience now with the gray tones, and then they have this really nice sort of heathered, darker sizal. Absolutely beautiful. Really feels good on your feet too. So highly recommend this company. And they're not that exorbitantly priced and so well-made. They should advertise with us. I'm going to tell them they should because I'm giving them such a, a wonderful recommendation. But we'll have the link in the show notes and you could check them out. Oh, that sounds fun. Well, my crush is something that we used extensively last weekend. We moved Evie into a new apartment. Uh, it's in the same building that she was in, but we had to... Well, actually, it's in a different building, but the same complex, I should say. Uh, so we had to carry a lot of stuff uh, from one building to the other. And we had dollies and we had things to move the furniture and to move the boxes. But her little wagon worked so well. And it's not the old style. Was it the red flyer? Oh, the red yeah. Wagon? Yeah, yeah. Radio flyer, I think. Right? Radio flyer. Okay, that's right. I knew that was not quite right. So this is a collapsible wagon. It's fabric lined and you will, it can, it can be collapsed to fit in a closet and it's not going to be as heavy as the metal uh, wagons because it's got a metal frame, but then a fabric liner. And she, of course, got hot pink, but we used it so much. But I suggested she get it because now that she's up on the fourth floor, she has a little further to go. And I thought this would save her so many trips from the car to her apartment when she goes to the grocery store, or when she comes back from being out of town. And she actually happens to have a little garage, so she can keep it in her garage. Uh, but uh, anyway, I'll include the link. But uh, actually, I bought one for myself, too. I'm very excited. <laughs> that sounds so cute. So is it like a wagon? You pull it on a, you know, the handle? Or is it yes. taller? Okay, that's so great. Yes, but it, it holds, I want to say, 150 pounds. We put all kinds of stuff in it. Wow. Although she was very careful. She did not want us to put anything in there that was going to get it dirty. So she was very careful. I plan to use it unloading the car at our farm. Mm -hmm. uh, so ours may not stay as clean as hers Wow. Was. Well, maybe people could even pull their little kids around it. I mean, that sounds comfy well, with the fabric. Actually, I know you've seen it. And people do put their kids in these wagons and you see them at like maybe picnics or at the beach or at maybe a parade you see parents pulling their kids and and other things in these little wagons i'm sure you've seen it well it's been so much fun today i really enjoyed going through our list thanks so much for hanging out with us and remember we are here to inspire you to create a beautiful home until next time